0: This is hilarious. I found a picture of him with no shirt and just a dickie. And it is like a a rectangle of cloth underneath the turtleneck. And that's it. Just swinging in the wind. (laughs) This is amazing.
1: Well, on that fashion forward note... It's time to start the show. Welcome to Boozy Brunch. This is the one time we get together after our week of shows. Review uh, everything that went on during the week, Monday through Friday. We're on the arch of 5 to 9 each morning. Uh, we'll play some of our favorite clips, and we can also just have a more uncensored conversation because this is the internet, not the radio. Right.
0: So we can say the F word.
1: Specifically. Fuck. <laughs> You sound seven. Uh, So that was uh, from earlier this week when I realized uh, exactly how uh, fashionable I was as a young person because I found a photo of myself at, what, six? How old am I in that photo? Yeah, I'm going to guess you're six. Six or seven. Got to learn what a dicky was. But you learned it now. (laughs) I was wearing a sleeveless smock turtleneck underneath a giant sweater looking like I thought I was the man.
0: Yeah. I did not tell you this story on the air, but the only time I've seen a Dickie was when I was 12 years old and my friends Lori and Shauna and I got flashed by a creepy guy
1: in a trench coat creepy is implied, but yes.
0: And we were 12 years old, and I'll tell you, the first thing I noticed was his weird fucking turtleneck, like, <laughs> what are you wearing? Oh my God, what? And we screamed and ran.
1: Put that thing away. Also, <laughs> I don't want to see your dick, but what? <laughs> so what, he had a, like a trench coat and underneath was a dicky and nothing? Yes. Oh my God. Just
0: swinging genitalia.
1: Well, as we were reminded, I should have known more about dickies since one of the biggest sitcoms of the past 20 years big bang theory had them so prominently displayed as we were educated so you can't tell me you've never seen the big bang theory and howard wolowitz with his massive collection of dickies Oh oh my god howard did have massive dickies really like seriously in every color he wore them every single day. So- <laughs> I don't
0: remember ever seeing them like by themselves though. Okay, when but you're
1: you can, you can see a shirt. You can see through like the overshirt that it's like a detachable undershirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When you when you are sharing fashion with that character, you know you're going down the wrong road. I know. I'm looking up Howard Wolowitz right now. Because right, I saw this photo, I, I got it from my parents, and I said, wow, I can't believe I'm wearing a turtleneck. Wait, why is there a gap between the collar of the other shirt and the turtleneck? Is this a smock? What the hell is this? And right now, everyone's just piling dickies on me exactly exactly oh. because that is what your parents put you in I got bazinga'd by my parents <laughs> This
0: is hilarious I found a picture of him with no shirt and just a dickie <laughs> and it is like a a rectangle of cloth underneath the turtleneck it's and that's
1: j- it just swinging in the wind <laughs> This he is amazing. Talking about it, and I died. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Our, well, I, will so post, I will post I will post my my Dicky pick on our Facebook page so you can see uh, exactly how my much husband. I do look like Howard because the hair also very very <laughs> close. <laughs> also, not seen in that photo since I'm facing forward is my rat tail that I had just started to grow and I kept through sixth grade.
0: I mean. Was it long enough to pull around your neck and have it flow oh, yeah. down the front of your oh, chest? Oh yes,
1: absolutely, luxuriously. It's <laughs> a little creek of a hair. Wasn't a flowing river. No, okay. it was. It was maybe an inch wide.
0: Okay.
1: Not. Uh, L-
0: was it braided or an inch wide, just like?
1: Oh, no, it just flowed. I think the only time I braided it is when we finally cut it off. So I decided So to, that you could keep it? I did keep it. Isn't and there
0: I, a weird story? Like some girl has it?
1: Yeah. Uh, I pinned it to my door because I'm weird. You pinned your own hair to your door? Uh-huh. So it was like a long braid. And I was like, oh, I'll keep it. Plump. And in sixth grade, I had an interesting time, or maybe it was fifth grade, because there was two girls that were obsessed with me. Like weirdly. Like-
0: Oh my God! They're obsessed with obsessed us. Obsessed with me. Fifth grade. I don't. Was it the rat tail? Did you cut it off so that you could have a break from all the sexual tension?
1: So I, uh, I will not. Uh, they, they're still with us. So I'll, I'll keep their names out of this. Thank you. But there was two girls that, for whatever reason, were just real into rat tail Jonah in fifth grade. In fact, one of them, uh, I believe, told me wanted to uh, rub uh, my entire body with baby oil. Fifth grade.
0: Yeah, I was so the opposite. I was really, 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 really like painfully and probably detrimentally shy.
1: I think that's actually what made me shy because I was scared of women because they were predators to me. Plus, they would get your hair all oily. Well, right. So the other one. So one of them wanted to rub me down with baby oil. I still remember that. And then the second I feel like
0: she had to overhear that somewhere. Right? You just don't come up with that.
1: <laughs> Mom's boyfriend's been living in the house a little <laughs> too long. And the other one, uh, she came over to my house once. And again, nothing had ever... I was in fifth grade. I didn't have a sexual thought in my brain yet. Right. Uh, And she ended up stealing the rat tail from the door. Oh, God. And I guess had a change of heart or a a cause of conscience conscience at some point because uh, before she left, she said she took it back out of her pocket and decided to put it back on my door because she didn't want to get in trouble. Aw. It was a weird time. I've always (laughs) been trying to track that because I've I've never been able to talk to girls. Uh Like, hard block of, like, just intimidation, any good-looking girl, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't, I could not cold approach.
0: Which is why we have such a good show because you can just talk (laughs) to me so easily.
1: (laughs) It's just, you know, the polar opposite. Romantically in a pickup situation to where, like, it seemed, people wouldn't believe me because it's not, I mean, like, I I didn't ever, I didn't really have an awkward phase. Mm -hmm. I never really, like, I was not ever an outcast or, like, girls never made fun of me. Girls had crushes on me. I just couldn't pulled the trigger there was an why were so many girls obsessed with me and when i was younger there was another girl who started stalking me i forgot this in high school hmm. like in sophomore year or something i don't remember her name but like she was in the hall and i was in the hall she would yell i love you jonah like down really? the hallway she found my phone number and cold called me what? was like, hey what's up what are you doing i would like put i would give my sister the phone instead of even being like okay You're 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 15 now. Well,
0: you're talking about. And I
1: was interested in girls at that point, but like the the strength to which she came on to me was terrifying. I couldn't handle it. I didn't think.
0: Yeah, I mean, it seems to me that the undeveloped brain is the reason that all of these things happened. Like, I remember thinking. I was with my friend Lori and we got this guy's phone number and we called him mm-hmm. and he answered and we were like, we gave him a fake name and hung up. Like we didn't actually talk to him, but we thought that was a good idea when we were like 12. If I'm saying these are girls that hunt me down.
1: Yeah. It also don't know. happened again in fifth grade or sixth grade where a girl. Who was on my bus asked me out, but mm-hmm. she didn't ask me out. She had her friend ask me out, and finally I was like, you know what? I'm gonna stop being like saying, being like talking or leading girls on in any way that I don't think I'm personally interested in. Mm-hmm. Like the two early girls, like Baby Oil Girl and Rat Tail Girl. Uh-huh. It was just fun to get some attention, I think. So I was kind of entertaining it without saying, "Listen, girls, leave me alone. I don't want to date you." Right. So I said no to this girl and her friend, who was taller than me, because this was in sixth grade when sizes didn't even out yet
0: oh yeah I literally threatened
1: that. me like took steps towards me Looked down at me why not she's a nice girl just say yes see how it go. I was threatened into saying yes so I had a girlfriend that see, I didn't even talk the, to for like four weeks
0: that's like fifth grade logic again sixth grade logic where you're like it's better to say yes than to actually hang out with her and then hurt her feelings later <laughs> like yeah, but I was trying to cut
1: it and nip it in the bud. Like, listen, no thank you, I'm not right. interested. Right, you were
0: you were right in this one. Sixth huh. grade is funny because I remember my son had a girlfriend in sixth grade and I had never met her, but I would hear about her. And then for sixth grade graduation, I go to the school and he introduces me to his girlfriend and his eyes are the exact same height as her very well developed for a sixth grader chest. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> this is amazing.
1: This is so hilarious. It's funny when yeah the the boys hadn't hit, haven't hit it yet fully right. so like they look like the small spoon and everything. Yeah,
0: but it was literally like her boobs were in his face. That's exactly how it was and it was funny.
1: My it continued well into adulthood for me like I still remember again it, when I moved to California. Are you like, talking
0: about chick stalking you? Still?
1: Well, not stalking, but like me being intimidated like this girl I I met uh, like a friend of a friend, and like my first thoughts, I heard her talking. I said, "Oh God, I cannot handle this woman." Like she was like just like be like you already knew her. Yeah, no, like I like this is the first day I met her. Oh, and just okay. like what she was talking, like she just gotten back from Vegas and she went to this thing, and she was just such yeah. a weird, like so like empowered and like it self assured in so many ways that I wasn't. I was like, "Oh my God, what?" Like so, I was scared of her. And then Mm -hmm. she ended up, yeah, liking me. I was like, I don't know what to do about this. Yeah. Because you are. Maybe you have
0: like super pheromones with certain
1: people or something. Yeah, whatever. Every single time I end up. I'm. It's weird though because I, I, in many ways, I react to opposite energy. We've talked about this before too. Like if someone is really happy and loud, even if I'm happy about the same thing, I'll like shrink back and instead be like more reserved. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like a weird, like, balance of energy in the universe I do the or same thing. So maybe it's like, yeah, they turn it on full blast. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, 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 oh. Mm-hmm. And then unrequited love. It's weird.
0: Yeah, it must be so hard to have so many chicks in love with you. It was, because I never <laughs> knew
1: what to do about any of them. From I, fifth grade all
0: the way to me being 24. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, first of all, I never knew when someone liked me. I had, like denial radar, almost.
1: Yep, I can relate to that.
0: So I didn't know, and I was so painfully shy and was so afraid that any guy would know that I liked him, that I acted like I didn't like mm-hmm. anyone, and it Did you ever actually, get brave enough
1: to say maybe if someone asked you if you liked somebody? That's as far as I would be like, do you like this person? No. Do you like this person? No. Do you like this person?
0: Maybe. I don't know. No, because I know how people glom on to anything you give them, so like... Yeah. If I don't like something, I usually don't like to tell people because then they think it's funny to bug you about it. And it's you like you
1: mentioned this before. Do you have a scarred experience? Because I understand your logic, yeah. but that's never happened to me.
0: Are you serious? Yeah. I, I feel like everybody does it. Like if you were like, let let me think of an example. Like, huh.
1: I mean, right. So I'll give you an example for you. I think like you don't, hmm, well, here I'm, you tell me if you want me to rewind this and cut it out after I say it. I know it.
0: that's the, are you going to say the W word? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wh- that's what I
1: was stuck on too. You don't like whistling. And so you say you don't want a lot of people to know that because then they they'll think, think it's, it's funny, funny and whistle at you. And you're like, no, no, no. It's not like a cursory. I don't enjoy it. It's a deep seated thing in my brain that yeah. like, you'll set off.
0: Like we finally figured out where it came from, I think. Right? Because I used to work with a guy who was a fucking nightmare and whistle everywhere, give you a little the time
1: flashbacks. Like some minor PTSD style. So like
0: I literally hate it. It makes me violent. I want to hit you. Which is, is unlike me.
1: It is true that you feel most feelings, I think, more than the average person. Really? Like well, for instance, that and also haunted houses mm, i don't like those like, right you don't like them so i remember talking about this with you back in california where it was like do we want to do a radio bit about stacy going through a haunted house because she doesn't like it and i don't like haunted houses either but mm-hmm. when i don't like them because they scare me mm-hmm. but that's the reason so like i would put myself in the position of okay if i lose this bet i will go through a haunted house it'll suck i won't like it but i It'll be over in 20 minutes and it's, you know, for will the show it though, and it'll will be you funny. Die? No, it will be over in 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm fully aware that they're actors and all mm-hmm. that stuff. I just don't like the jump scares, but I would do it if it, but so we were talking about it, whether you would be willing to do that. And it turned out that it, I mean, it was more serious. Like you took it more, way yeah. more seriously than anyone I've ever talked to about it. Because yeah, I mean, I'm almost
0: crying thinking about it. Like it's almost a trauma.
1: Right, which I'm saying, you, which is unique, I think, to you. I mean, I think there well, are probably other. I don't think so. Pe- I
0: think it's just I think that people have certain traumas. Mine just has happens to be like a weird one that I
1: can't figure out. So do you think? Oh, so you, so do you think maybe you had like to the point where something bad, like something really struck you at like when you were younger? I don't know,
0: because I've done like. I've been skydiving. I've done a lot of things that other people won't even try.
1: Well, one of the things that makes sense, I don't feel it when I'm there, but I get it. What you said about haunted houses is like even just the gore of it. Like, right. oh, it's like uh, the the special effects are making it look like there's a person who's cut open and being operated on while alive in right. this haunted house room. And everyone, most people are like, ooh, creepy, gross. But you take it to the so you are actually representing someone who is being tortured in the most unbelievable way possible, which has happened probably to somebody in the past. That's the part. That and gets now we're me. celebrating it like ha ha ha! But really, someone has been in a basement being dissected alive. See, How are we going to laugh at this shit?
0: It doesn't make me. F- I I don't feel angry about people laughing at it or being or enjoying it. Just more the
1: empathy towards the person who that probably has happened it's to.
0: Empathy. It's all. It's one hundred percent empathy. Become more like of a sociopath how awful. then.
1: How awful. Oh, God. I mean, yeah, I was thinking about that yesterday. I don't know why, but as I was leaving the house, the thought was of back in the medieval times, how when the castles and wars happened with like people in armor and climbing mm-hmm. ladders into castles, how they would dump burning oil on people. Yeah, We just... We just guess w- what I
0: got bacon grease on my thumb one time. Yes, and exactly. And I thought I was gonna die. I remember I went to the mall after it happened, and I had to stop at every water fountain and s- cool it off. And it hurt for like two weeks.
1: When I ex- the same thing that's when my thumb. A piece of boiling oil gets on you. It just it feels like it's almost burrowing or something. There's nothing right. you can do about it. So I was thinking about that because you. Skim over that in in history class. Like, and this is how crazy it was. You think bombs are weird. They used to dump oil on people. Wow. Bet they cooked a lot of fried chicken. That's where they got the oil. Anyways, next chapter. But you're like, no, 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 no. People got boiled alive by oil? Yeah. The one that gets me is drawn and quartered. When you get pulled apart? Yeah. Ah! By four
0: literal horses. Ah! You are tied to four Ah! horses. That is Ah! like... Right. How could someone be so cruel to another person, even people if they're... People didn't give
1: a shit.
0: No, they don't. It's like they reveled in being the most horrible. And I don't understand that. Like, I've wanted to hurt people before. I'm not going <laughs> to lie and be like, oh, I'm a fucking angel. But realistically, like, I don't think even my biggest enemy... I mean, maybe if someone messed with my kid. Right. Maybe. Yeah. But even then, I I don't think that I would feel good ever having known I did that to someone when I could just kill them cleanly <laughs> and they would just be out of my life.
1: See, I've had the messed up thoughts for sure. Like when, when people do just like kill the bad guy in the movie, I'm always like, what? He, had it he that deserves easy? so much more torture. He was just sitting there and then he's not sitting there anymore. Like you right. didn't feel, you shot him in the head. He didn't feel anything, but that's a little sadistic. The closest I came to relating was another TV show where the plot was, it was like a crime drama, so just one of the people they were trying to catch was somebody who had, it was a nurse and had access to medical files, and he would kidnap... Wait,
0: I've seen this. He would kidnap them and pretend... Wait, was this the psychologist that would kidnap them and pretend he was making them face their fears and then he'd kill them in the way that they were scared of? No. Oh, because I saw that and it was horrible.
1: That... No, this was he killed abusive parents, Mm. but he first inflicted every injury on them that was on their child's medical chart. Okay. So like, but one of them, I kinda
0: understand that.
1: Trigger warning. This is gross. Well, it's not that gross, but I thought it was horrible. Because my one of my biggest fears is being tied being restrained and not being able to stop whatever is going See to happen to you. It's like, horrible. Right. So he's this woman wa- wakes up, she's tied to like a medical table, and he and this nurse is over her, like, oh, look what we have here. Oh, look at the oh, I have little Timmy's medical chart. Um, oh, he had a collapsed lung. Mm-hmm. So what I'm gonna do to you is hit this part of your chest with this hammer and it's going to collapse your lung. You only The only thing you'll know is you have a little caught. Like he's explaining exactly what's going to happen as soon as he fucking hits her with his hammer and it creeped me out so hard. Yeah. But on the other side I was like, well, that, I can see at least where he's coming from. It's like, you think you can just do this to a child. This is what that felt like and then he just goes ahead and murders them. Mm.
0: But horrible. This wow. is
1: horrible. We did go down a torture rabbit hole by accident.
0: I feel like... Like, I don't know. I feel bad.
1: All right. Well, let's turn it around then. Let's uh, let's listen to a happy ending from this morning. Okay. Do we want to uh, hear back from Tim and his new nephew or niece? Or do we want to hear again from, uh, uh, I'm looking at our list and I'm not doing a very good job. Or uh, a girl who gets to go to first grade or a boss who's giving her employees Let's Oreos. go with the cookies. Cookies. All right. Judy called us, and she was being a good boss, and we got to talk snacks. <laughs> good morning. This is Judy. How are you doing? Good, Judy. How are you? I'm just wonderful. I just wanted to say I'm happy it's Friday, but my employees today don't know, but it's National Oreo Day, so we are bringing Oreos to work today. <laughs> what a sweet boss. Now, are we doing like a, like a grab bag, like double stuff, then vanilla, or are we going straight original? Oh, no, I got double stuff across the board. We have the original, the vanilla, and chocolate peanut
0: butter. Whoa. Oh, I didn't even know they had chocolate peanut butter Oreos. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh.
1: Oreos are a fantastic cookie. I'd say underrated, but no, they're not because they've been around forever and everyone celebrates them. But, like, every time I have one, I forget how freaking good they are.
0: Yeah, they're awesome. You're cute saying you have one, Jonah. I have like
1: 50. (laughs) Okay, sorry. When I have the first one. (laughs) There you go. Oh, this is going to turn into a project. Yeah, so you just can't eat one. So,
0: you know, you got to try a variety.
1: In lesser news, every one of your employees will have things stuck in their teeth for the second half of the day. (laughs) That's the one downside of Oreos. When the dark cookie just gets mashed in your molars, it looks like you have 19 cavities. (laughs) That's it's worth real, it. But that's okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> well, thanks for sharing. And, well, I guess you're not, technically not sharing everything because the Oreos are going to your workers. But you know what? It's a good idea. Yeah. Not too bad. So but, you guys have a good day. And you you too, too, Judy. What would you say your favorite cookie is?
0: That's really hard. Um,
1: well, let's, speaking of hard, let's start with texture first. What kind of texture do you like? Do you like a crunch bite? Do you like a soft cookie?
0: It depends. A sandwich there are some, cookie? Um, there are these like windmill cookies from, oh, what is it called? It starts with an A. It's like... Uh,
1: Arrow something?
0: Like, not amaranth. Like, uh, oh, man. Do you know the one I mean? They're like red and white.
1: Are they the front? Well, I'll start then. Two cookies that are on the top of my list. Number one... The Chessman cookies from Pepperidge Farm. Those are There's unbelievably like delicious. Butter shortbread. Archway. Archway cookies. So
0: what I'm saying is if they're, if I'm eating like an Archway windmill cookie, it's like a spice cookie. I like those crunchy. Oh, yeah. They're
1: like thin and like they snap.
0: Yes. I like those. Those like are good. I like ginger snaps and that sort of thing. Well,
1: are they the ones that like are a rectangle but kind of looks like they have a butthole in the middle?
0: Yep. <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> Never really thought of them that way before, but I will from now on. Thanks, buddy.
1: BH cookies.
0: Also, nice to know yours is square. Okay. Um, Airtight. So, you know, if it's a cookie like that, I do like a crunchy cookie. But if it's a chocolate chip cookie, I like it soft.
1: Hmm. I go for a chewy chocolate chip cookie. Yes. Where, like, it's soft, but you kind of have to pull to get it to come completely off.
0: I don't like Chips Ahoy, that type of cookie. I pretty much like homemade.
1: Oh, shit, I love... See, I do not... Regular Chips Ahoy are my fucking jam. Really? Probably just because I grew up on them.
0: Yeah, because they but taste soft a Chips Ahoy, plasticky to me.
1: Those are the ones where I think they start tasting artificial. Oh, wait, when they get original,
0: chewy. original Chips Ahoy are crunchy? Yes. Oh, then I... I'm not sure I've had those. I've had the chewy ones. Holy
1: shit. Oh, see, I don't like milk. Again, this might just be from my childhood and I'm making it better than they actually are. But regular chips, Ahoy in my memory are super good. Another
0: cookie that I really like that I don't think is very popular. um, I don't even know how to explain it. It's almost like a sugar wafer cookie that has like, they have strawberry chocolate and vanilla.
1: Like the rectangle ones? Yes. Oh yeah, the layers of wafer with the with the cream inside yes. layers. Yeah, yeah. I those are like cafeteria love, cookies. Almost. I love them. Like you get them at school. Huh. Like vending machine cookies.
0: Maybe. Yeah, I love those. Yeah,
1: you're right. Even the strawberry ones are good. Like yeah. they're super cheap and like not they're not like artisan. They're just like a mass produced. Yeah. Cookie, but yeah, they're good. But
0: like a homemade cookie, like um, a chocolate chip walnut
1: is good. I feel like I'm in the minority for liking oatmeal cookies. How do you feel about those?
0: I love oatmeal walnut cookies. I like oatmeal raisin cookies, but oatmeal like that, chocolate chip cookies are the best. Like don't
1: That whole meme where oatmeal cookies with raisins that look like chocolate chip cookies are the reason I have trust issues. It's true. I'm always like, "Ooh, it's actually an oatmeal cookie." Even better. I
0: do. I really like oatmeal cookies. I love cinnamon and that sort of thing, so I also
1: have a strange taste in that because I also am the one that complains that there's too many raisins in raisin bran. Like, give me more bran.
0: I mean, I I understand that if you're talking about a cookie, like you've got to have a good balance of raisins. That's to the cookie. Thing. Amanda
1: uh, will she? Well, you know how much she loves chocolate. Mm-hmm. Triple the fucking chocolate chips in whatever cookie recipe she's making. She just, I guess she probably just wants to eat a chocolate bar. Yeah. For me, I like I've even asked her at some like just make me the a cookie on the tray that has zero chocolate chips like right or three or four i need a ratio but i'm after the cookie i'm not after the chocolate chips i'll just eat chocolate chips if i want them give me some time to taste the texture of this delicious baked treat
0: what other cookies do i like i used to be really into by
1: the way we went from medieval torture to (laughs) cookies Oh, thanks for bringing it back all right now back to cookies
0: um there was one that I was into for a while by Pepperidge Farm and it was like <laughs> It's
1: something like you're talking
0: about a band. <laughs> oh, the 90s were all about I think it was maybe called a Sausalito cookie and it was like a chocolate oh, chunk absolutely. with macadamia nuts.
1: Yes, they were freaking big too. Those yeah, I liked wait, those. Wait, was that the Sausalito? What's the one with the um they have one with oh maybe it's Tahiti, not tahiti but they have another one that has uh, coconut involved. Oh, I haven't had that one. That's pretty good. My parents Crispy
0: milk chocolate macadamia nut cookies. Yeah, that's the Sausalito one.
1: My parents were in on the, uh, they were big Milano's people.
0: You know, what's weird is I used to really like those and now they seem waxy. So I don't know if my taste is more refined or if they've changed the recipe.
1: There's a few uh, iterations I think that are better. There's oh, one with Brussels. A, mint, a mint layer.
0: Have you had the Brussels cookies?
1: Those are like. Uh, are they Pe- Pepperidge Farm makes a good fucking cookie. They're on it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess in store bought cookies I like crunchy, and in homemade cookies I like chewy. The Brussels cookies were my favorite because it's the it's almost like a Milano, but it's round, and then the the texture of the outside cookie. Oh, I guess it's a lace cookie. I just looked it up.
1: Lace. Yeah. Oh, that's. Oh, yeah. Well, let me now. I'm looking mine up. Pepperidge Farm cookie. Coconut. I used to really like Nutter Butters. Ooh, Maui. That's not what I was talking about, but holy shit. It's like a Sausalito, but instead it's milk, chocolate, chips, um, uh, and coconut almond.
0: Oh, that sounds... I would try that.
1: God damn, I just want cookies. Tahiti. They are called Tahiti. That's what I was talking about.
0: I don't know what that is.
1: It's a... Uh, it's, I mean, it's a cookie from Pepperidge Farm that looks like this. It's like ra- a round sandwich cookie with chocolate and some coconut on the inside.
0: I feel like I've missed that one, even though I used to work at a grocery store.
1: They are called Distinctive Cookies, and I'm reading from their website. There's a reason these classics have endured so long. They're really good.
0: Those look like the Brussels, almost. Well, shit, might as well have one of each. Why didn't you bring cookies to this podcast?
1: <laughs> I wasn't playing. I don't know. Where did that even come from? Oh, the Oreos. Thanks, Judy. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get oh, out of here,
0: speaking of cookies, I just thought of it's it's have you ever had an it's it? it's like oatmeal cookies with ice cream in between and then it's dipped in chocolate.
1: Yeah, Even the ice cream the sandwiches. sandwiches They're good. from like San Francisco Bay Area yes. company. Oh, God. I'm not big on chocolate covered mm. like Klondike is as close as I'll get to it but because like, it's only chocolate covered and ice cream like a Klondike bar.
0: Yeah. But see, like I prefer Eskimo co- pies over Klondike bar.
1: What's an Eskimo? Oh, is that just a traditional ice cream bar?
0: Mm, it's a chocolate-dipped vanilla bar on a stick.
1: Yeah, like the most classic ice cream yeah. bar you can get. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. I like them. Uh, so you have big plans this weekend, and uh, so do. much so that you were planning and planning and planning very specifically. And Are is- you sure we're done talking about
0: cookies? Because,
1: just kidding. <laughs> you think more, but we got a call earlier this week that completely screwed up Stacy's weekend plans.
0: Hey, I'm going to throw a spammer in that whole thing she's got going this
1: weekend. I heard Joe Biden is coming into St. Louis, into the city on Saturday. No way, no. Because yes. <laughs> my husband said you don't have plans to go downtown this weekend, do you? I said not anymore. <laughs> Stacy has the most specific plans to go downtown okay oh my then.
0: god i'm never gonna park right
1: so stacy you have a you have a 7k at Crevecore lake that you literally timed out yesterday to see if you could do it in time yes. to then go home shower and then go downtown for the home and garden show what uh <laughs> do you think you need to add more than an extra 20 minutes now there pal i'm afraid i might need to add like five hours <laughs>
0: Oh, my God, Tracy.
1: All right, you you win big in one Super Tuesday, and then all of a sudden you want to come to St. Louis and screw up all of Stacy's plans. Uh I'm sorry. I didn't even know he was coming until he dropped the bomb on me last night with that one. I'm like, oh, good. That sounds wonderful. Do you have a helicopter Stacey might be able to borrow? <laughs>
0: um, uh, I'll check. <laughs> I'm sure, you know, when a presidential candidate is in town, oh. <laughs> that I could easily just fly La- a helicopter last right minute, over his... Last
1: minute, grab <laughs> right, a helicopter.
0: Sure, no problem.
1: <laughs> Listen, one time we delivered donuts to the uh, Chesterfield Airport. Yeah. I mean, we technically have an inn. <laughs> that
0: I'll might get, get more today. donuts.
1: Well, thank you for that heads up. I think this, um... Stacey, maybe your 7K should just be going from Maryland Heights to downtown by foot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, it's a few I... more Ks, just a couple more Ks. But
0: I might get there faster than trying to that, park. Exactly. True. Well, you have fun. Thank you. Uh, thank you. That... <laughs>
1: <Bye-bye>. <laughs> See you later.
0: Bye-bye. Bye.
1: So we've since learned that not only is he going downtown, but he is going to Keener Park Plaza, which is what, 7, 8? Nine blocks away from where you need to be? If that far.
0: I mean, let's be real. Yeah, it's like four. I'm going to say four blocks, right? All because right. Because America's Center is by 10th Street.
1: So you have your 7K. It's Is it at 830 or 9? Do, do it's you know? at 830. 830. That's
0: when it's supposed to start. So if it starts exactly at 830.
1: So you know the first thing you'll have to do is get there too early so you can be at the front of the start line. Because well, you don't want to waste the five minutes waiting for everyone in front of the herd of buffalo to start right. moving before you start moving.
0: I'm also getting there early so that I can park in a place where I can leave
1: first. Oh, because you were even mentioning that they might have like bus service, like a, right. like a trolley transit service between the parking lot and the race line. So I scoped can't it wait out. For that shit.
0: I scoped it out when I went the other day. Like, I'll park here if it's open.
1: Right, because you actually ran the course to see- Well, I walked it. <laughs> how long it would take. And I was
0: slow. I was really slow. So what what
1: is your estimated 7K time? Well- Like based on what you did and stuff.
0: Okay. I'm going to need your help with math because I I don't know. So I went 3.75 miles in exactly one hour. It was like one hour and 30 seconds, to be
1: honest. 3.75 miles. So that- And it's
0: four and a half miles total.
1: It's four and a half. So you didn't go 0.7 miles? Right. Basically? Okay. So, all right. So you went-
0: no, no, yes, yes, I didn't go point seven. Oh, miles.
1: here comes math. Okay, so say it again. You went 3.75 miles in how long? One hour. One hour. So that's 3.7 miles an hour. Right. So if you do that and you have 0.75 miles an hour. So
0: how long did it take me to go one mile? Like 15. Like 16 minutes, right?
1: 16 or 17 minutes, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's slow. That's crazy slow. Well, not for walking. It seems slow for walking. I feel like I'm a faster walker than that. So if I can get it down
1: to like 14 minutes a mile. How fast does the average person walk? Here's what I found from Healthline.com. The average walking speed of an adult is 3 to 4 miles per hour. 3 to 4 miles an hour, and you were doing 3.75.
0: Yeah, and I was like... Trying to walk a little fast.
1: It? So so that just seems super slow to me. Okay, so let's say it takes you an hour and a half mm-hmm. to do the walk. That's too long. It can't take that long. Right, because that would then you would finish at around 10.
0: Right. That means crossing the finish line at 10. And then I have to like get to the car mm-hmm. and drive home.
1: Which is what? Five to 10 minute drive? It's fif- a good 15. Oh, no shit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, right, right. I've... For some reason, okay, I forgot where Creep Court Park is. <laughs> okay, and you are not—you are not entertaining the idea of not showering. Nope. I mean, you may have to. Because I know you I'm have gonna to be have parked, parked stuff- downtown at eleven forty-five. Parked I, downtown.
0: Parked downtown by eleven, like thirty-five. Because, I mean, forty-five would be the very latest.
1: You also, though, love getting places early. Well, this I feel could be like if it starts at noon, early.
0: I should at least be there inside, ready to go by quarter till, like but it doesn't meeting start at with a quarter the client, till. making sure that like the board op's there, meeting with the salesperson.
1: I guess it uh, all comes down to how bad you want this metal that you'll just toss in your office and close okay, the Okay, let's behind. say I
0: have to be there 10 minutes before.
1: Uh-huh. So I think absolutely you should be out of your house by 11. Can you do it?
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure I can do that. Right. But then it takes me a good half hour to get downtown. I think. And that's on a regular day.
1: I think 20 minutes for traffic shouldn't be that bad. Like, how many people are going to go? I don't know. I don't well, know. Good luck. Uh, do you want to? Should I have a. If you make it, do you need a victory cookie when we see each other again on Monday? Which one should it be? A t- a, a sausalito?
0: <sighs> I. Maybe I should try the ones that you liked, the coconut ones. I mean, the Tahiti.
1: Tahiti. If I have to buy cookies, I mean, I guess I will. All right. Well,
0: or the... I can't. I can't. You've ruined windmills for me. Oh, the tight butthole cookies? <laughs> yeah.
1: Isn't yeah. it weird that our bodies are basically watertight, even though we have so many holes?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it
1: is. Hey, on that note.
0: Like, even pores. We're still watertight.
1: Pretty watertight. I guess you get a little soggy.
0: Yeah. Your skin gets bloated. This is fun.
1: Okay. Have a great uh, afternoon. Have a great 7K. (laughs) Thank you. Say hi to Joe Biden for me.
0: Thanks. What's up, Joe? Uh,
1: Get your hair snipped on my behalf.
0: (laughs) I could use a shoulder rub, actually. Well, then you're going to be in the (laughs) perfect
1: spot. Okay. I'll talk to you later.
0: Okay. Bye.